Welcome into the House of L podcast. I'm Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. service making this short and sweet. A football game that ends under three hours. God bless you, Chicago Bears and New York Jets. Because none of us kind of wanted to watch any of it anyway. And then you add in the fact that, well, once it got to be quite the butt whooping, there was no real need for it to continue. And so I'm glad that it it didn't continue. Like, that that works for me. Now we can all get on with our lives. I wrote a column about that, and people thought I was being pithy. And, I mean, I was, but we all have laundry to do. And the Bears, this game against the Bears struck me as the type of game where you do your laundry and get all that sort of stuff sorted out. We're not going to go along with this today. There's no reason to. Let me just say this. We are brought to you by the Chicago Window Guys. I'm getting my new windows soon. Yay! Yay! Russ's people came to the house, and they got everything all measured up, so I'm getting the new windows hopefully before winter really takes hold. Here in the city beautiful, if you would like to get some new windows, may I suggest chicagowindowguys.com. It's a good place to get your windows, and Russ is a good man. He'll come on out and handle it all himself, and you'll be a lot happier the Bears lose to the Jets they get dog walked by the Jets I didn't expect anything but them to get dog walked by the Jets because the Jets defense is really really good and up until kickoff the Bears didn't know who their quarterback was and even then it's like well hearing that Nathan Peterman almost started this game was a source of celebration for your boy. I was very much looking forward to that. Because that, to me, is at least entertaining. Trevor Simeon did everything that I thought Trevor Simeon was going to do inside of this game. Have moments when he kind of looked efficient, and the Bears were moving the ball down the field. These cats didn't score at all in the second half. And you look at how his day ended. Uh, there it is, 14 to 25, 179 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. That's what you're going to get. So, luckily, I mean, I'm, I'm watching the first two, the, the only two scoring drives that the Bears had in this game, and I'm just dreading getting into the booth t- tomorrow morning. Dreading it. Just knowing exactly what Dan and I are in store for this week. If Simeon looked any better than he did. Like, just a skosh better. I I knew exactly what we were going to get. We were going to get the, maybe Fields should sit and learn from a guy like Simeon. No. When he's healthy and 100% healthy and nothing less than that, He should play and figure it out for himself instead of learning from Trevor Simeon. So it turned out about the way I expected it to go. 
where you see a big difference in what the Bears look like is a running team, too, without fields out there. And by the end of it, you got guys out there I don't even know. You don't know them either. You're like, who's this guy? When they sign this guy? When this guy come off the practice squad? Oh, this guy's getting an opportunity. That guy again? I thought he was out of the league. This guy's dead. Then cross him off then. But it was it was fairly ugly. Mike White went out there and had a career day. That man, let me tell you Mike White's numbers. 22 of 28, 315 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, passer rating 149.3. Woo! That man is vying for AFC Player of the Week with numbers like that, and no one's going to care that the numbers came against the Bears. No one's going to care at all. But good for him, and maybe he has stabilized their quarterbacking situation because it seems like the other guy might be a clown. But we all know what this is. Like the, That's part of the stuff that Justin Fields covers up is that this football team overall, like this roster is terrible. And Dan and I told you, like we warned you, that once you start getting into week 13, 14 beyond, you were going to start seeing some stuff. Guys that, that you don't even think need to be NFL players are out there playing. They are getting run with this Bears team because this Bears team is not any good. And they have a lot of work to do in the offseason, but luckily they've got a lot of capital to do all of it. But this is what the world looks like without Justin Fields. This is it. This is what it looked like. It looks ugly. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi. You ugly. Hey, hey, you ugly. Woo! And then in the game, you got guys getting hurt. You got guys looking like their seasons are over. It is just, oh, stinky bad. I'm so happy that Justin Fields and Luke Getze and Matt Eberflus figured some stuff out after week five because, or we was at week seven, after week seven. Because, man, could you imagine what this season looks like if Justin Fields is bad with the rest of this roster? The great news is that you, the Bears fan, only have to sit through five more weeks of this nonsense. With a bye, you get to reset. With a bye. But, man, oh, stinky cheese, stinky cheese. I, I will say I'm, I am enjoying – I got the opportunity to talk with Jack Sanborn on the TV side on Wednesday, and I am enjoying how he's playing. Ten tackles for him in the game. And I thought that uh, DeAndre Houston Carson came through with a big old hit. I like that. But there's no real analysis that I need to give you. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop with that. 
There is one more thing that I do want to talk about, and I made mention of it last week after the game was over. We'll get to it on the other side of a quick break. Okay, the thing that I want to talk about is the violence of the NFL game. I think that when it stares us in the eye, like we look at it as catastrophic. You know, when we start talking about the violence of the NFL, we're talking about the catastrophic. We're talking about, oh, that guy got knocked out, or oh, that guy is paralyzed, or oh, that guy has to be put on a cart, or oh, there's Johnny Knox, and I don't know if he's going to survive. That is still the scariest moment of my career because we really didn't think that Johnny Knox was going to survive. And luckily he did, and he's doing really well with his life, which makes me very happy. He's a nice guy. You're seeing the accumulation of hits. Not the hits principle. You're seeing what that the violence of the game looks like up close. I don't. The violence is what the speed plus the violence is what draws us in every single week. But it is rough, man. Like you were seeing these guys like struggle. And you're seeing guys get hurt. Some some are non contact, like Eddie Jackson's is non contact. But you see in other people get folded up on, get crumpled, and all it means is it's gonna make things harder for Justin Fields in the near in the in like right now, like not overall. And I would have to take that into account before I put him on the field. Like that's another like what are the other things, the other weapons that you have available? But it's just so the game is so fast right now and it's so violent that when you don't have a buy until week 14 it you can see the cumulative effect on a football team where you don't have time like guys just don't even have time to heal up their bodies you know what i'm saying like they don't have time to heal up their bodies Because I don't know what the NFL can do about this. I don't know if the players associate. I'm sure they – I haven't looked up the numbers. I'm sure that teams with later later buys in the season have more injuries than teams with buys in the mid part of the season. I think that you want your buy around – I would say that you want your your buy between week eight and week ten. But there's so many teams, you can't do that. So I get why the NFL has to stretch this stuff out. I I just think that you are seeing exactly what happens. You got, and you're going to see it too, you got a bad roster filled with guys now that are playing more time than they absolutely should. Like there, there's gonna be some of these dudes that you're you're just really like, man, why is this guy even playing? But that's with where they're at. That's the bottoming out of the roster and what it looks like. And it's what it's gonna have to look like until Ryan Poles is able to kind of do his thing and tweak and and try to make it work. But man, it is getting down. Like think think about it this way. Think about it this way. 
Nathan Peterman almost started a game in the NFL. And I imagine he might start one before it's all over. The Peter man might get an opportunity to start. That's where you're at on depth charts around the NFL because of how violent the game is. And the Bears are in a bad way because they still got to play another game before they get a week off. I do think in the case of Justin Fields, it's really helpful where the bye lands because now if you're smart, you don't play him next week either. And then he has a bye, and then he's got all that time to get his body right And then he could come back on the field and hopefully not put himself in any danger. I do think the Bears got that right. They played their game with it, but I'm I'm fine with that. It's not like it mattered. Like, that's the stuff that I laugh at, like, like it matters. That's why I was laughing all week. Oh, well, they got to get rid of Trevor Simeon. Okay. All they needed was one series of downs, and then they were ready for Trevor Simeon. Because that's who he is. It makes a world of difference when you've got a quarterback that can actually move. Some people think that the best way quarterbacks can protect themselves is by throwing the ball away or knowing when to throw the ball. And I understand that, the timing aspect of it. But you saw what, what happens to a limited quarterback. When you got a physically limited quarterback and a terrible offensive line, you get a world full of pressures and you get them getting their hands on your quarterback. And it's not good. There there were some flat-out busts on the offensive line. And Tr- Trevor Simeon wasn't out here, like, waiting four or five seconds. He was trying to get rid of the ball. Got sacked and got popped a couple times. Got hit a lot in this game. And that's how you end up losing. But like I said, I'm not going to keep you. Like we're, we're, I'm not going to stretch this out just because. I'll let you get on with your night. You earned it. If you sat through that, you earned it. If you didn't sit through that, God bless you. You were very smart. Because there was no reason for you to. Other than habit. No reason. By the way, Simeon got hit five times. Got hit a lot. I appreciate the support. I hope everyone had a great holiday weekend. And listen to us all week on The Score. We're going to have a good time. I promise you that. Talk to you next time. Peace.